Hi, this is Christopher Daniels. I've been called many things in my life. Fallen angel, idol of millions, inspiration to children everywhere, pillar of society, and I'm listening to We Be Geeks. And now, so are you. Don't you feel better? Microphones and headphones provided by CAD Audio. CAD Audio, expression through innovation. This is a Streaming Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced, it cannot be stopped, and it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. Uh, welcome to another edition of Weeby Geeks. It is the dazzling duo, Derek and myself, Mike. I had to play that Christopher Daniels show ID. I know we don't do show IDs anymore, and we haven't asked for them from, from guests, but I had to do that one because it's going to relate to a story that we have a little later on. So anyway, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, loaded question. Considering considering uh, the troubles I was having with my microphone where I forgot to plug it in. So is this uh, live? <laughs> I'm doing just dandy. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Do uh, indeed. Well, there seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. <laughs> well, you can say that again. Talking about show IDs. Uh, no, I don't have. I I, I want to play a couple of these since we haven't done it in a while. Maybe you recognize this person. Hi, this is Tracy Birdsaw. I'm an actress out of Los Angeles, currently filming Robot Fighter, and who's Jenna Jameson. And if you're not listening to We Be Geeks, you should be. She even confirmed that the second time she came on. <laughs> and then one of my favorites. I even took part of this to use as one of my text tones. Hey, this is Billy West. Sometimes I play Phil Jake Fry. Man, those constant exposure radiations making me thirsty. I'm Dr. Zoidberg. Are you going to eat that? And Zap Brannigan. Gift alert the men. I've made it with a woman. Good news, everyone. Bad news. By the way, I'm Billy West, if you forgot already. And uh, you're listening to Weeby Geeks Podcast. You're home for this sort of thing. I love that one. Remember that? I know it was before your time, but you remember the Art and Franco one? Weeby Not Geeks sure. Podcast. Hi, I'm Franco, and you're listening to Weeby Geeks. Weeby Geeks Podcast. Dot evil dot org. Listen with your mom. Uh, this one, I, I say this one's kind of gold. Hi, this is Chris Claremont. You're listening to We Be Geeks. Although, maybe they should speak for themselves. I don't think I'm <laughs> <Am> I? <laughs> one, one of my other favorites from one of my favorite shows. Hey, this is Phil Lamar. Hello, Planet Express crew. You are listening to We Be Geeks. Now stop it and get back to work. I love Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Phil yeah. Lamar, and you're listening to the Weeby Geeks podcast. Lo I love Futurama. Yeah, I, I want I want to get Billy back on. I really do. Yeah, I would love that. So I, I'm going to work on that. Then this was like eight months before his famous situation. This is Jake Wood from Star Wars Episode One. I played young Anakin Skywalker. Weeby Geeks, yo. <laughs> He ended up being a fun interview. <laughs> he really did. Uh, another voice actor. Hey, you guys, this is Rob Paulson. We be geeks. How about you? Do you be geeks? We be geeks. Have I said the name enough? We be geeks. Anyway, you are listening to We Be Geeks along with Pinky. No. And Yakko. Hello, We Be Geeks. And Raphael. Kawabee Geeks. How's that? Kawabee Geeks. 
and also Donatello. It sounds remarkably like Raphael, but just pretend it's Donatello. <laughs> and and he watches We Be Geeks too. We all watch it down the turtle air. And also Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. I'm a geek, and that's about all I got going for me, except that I listen to Weeby Geeks just like you. Thanks a lot for listening. Have fun. That one's awesome. Yeah. Trying to remember what, what E.G. Daly did. Hey, guys. I'm E.G. Daly, the voice of Buttercup and Tommy Pickles, and you are listening to Weeby Geeks. So get off your computers and do something useful. <laughs> anyway, that was kind of fun. Yeah, actually, that was. So, anyhow, and we've had so many great guests since then that we have not gotten IDs for. Yeah, that's funny. But, you know, I'm okay with that because I just don't play them that often. Yeah. I, I Did you forget about them or just kind of? No, I I just kind of let them go by the wayside. Uh, yeah. I, just, I, I, I think it almost takes away from the show. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. But... How about this? This is going to make you go, what? Fox is pulling Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the license from Dark Horse. Yeah, not entirely surprised. So let me continue on with the story. Thanks to Fox's decision to take the license back, the end of Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Dark Horse Comics is coming close to an end. Uh, Josh Whedon, well, of course, we know who he is. Um, and he's part of the reason behind the new Dr. Horrible comics, which I'm not familiar with. Are you? I know the... I know the musical. I don't know the comics. Okay. Is this the one where there's the whole musical and there's the whole fandom, like Rocky Horror Picture Show, where they dress up yeah. in like military outfits and whatnot? Yeah. Okay. Um, Fox is taking away the Buffy after Dark Horse has had the license for 20 years. Sound familiar? Wow, I didn't even realize that. Sound familiar? Hmm. Can we say Star Wars? Mm. And Dark Horse had that license for what, 20, 25 years? <laughs> Boy, Dark ha Dark Horse keeps getting a shaft from Disney, huh? <laughs> well, is, at the moment, it's not necessarily Disney yet. True. I mean, it might as well be. But um, they go, we want to do something, uh, according to Whedon, we want to do something more with Dark Horse right now, especially because Fox is taking the Buffy license and the Firefly license back. Did Dark Horse have Firefly as well? Yeah. Well, Disney, if you're listening, do the right thing. Bring... Is that you? Yeah, I think that was me. Sorry. <laughs> Bring... See, that just chimed perfectly with my bright idea. <laughs> Bring Firefly back. I don't care if it's a show on the Disney streaming service. Oh, Ooh. yeah. That would be awesome. Show all 14 episodes. Uh -huh. Um... Now, Whedon did not elaborate why Fox was pulling the license, but there are likely a few reasons that may be a factor. One being that the TV series reboot uh, since 20th Century Fox Television has hired uh, Moaz, a.k.a. Marvel's agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. alumni Monica Uwosa-Breen to script the reboot. Um, and the other possibility is... The deal with Walt Disney. Disney is set to acquire many of the assets, which possibly include Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, and Firefly. With Disney owning Marvel, which is what I was alluding to with Star Wars, mm -hmm. that may be part of the motivation to take the license back. Though it's worth noting, Firefly, Firefly also owned by Fox, 
moved from Dark Horse to Boom earlier this year. Fox hmm. owns a minority stake in Boom Studios. Really? I did not know that. So that means Disney owns a minority stake in Boom Studios? Mm. Does that mean, well, Simpsons are in, on Boom, right? So now I'm going to go... I, yeah, I think so, yeah. Now I'm going to go searching Boom Studios. Boom Studios, here you are. Mm. Let's take a look, shall we? Let's go to the series. Series, series, series. Uh, of course, this is going to be slow to load. Um, Bill and Ted, is that Fox? No. Big Trouble in Little China, is that Fox? I don't know. I don't know. But the power of the dark crystal that's a disney it's jim henson that's a disney property i believe oh, yes um fraggle rock i believe um man i'm looking at there's not much on boom i would be interested in labyrinth i think i don't think that that may be us i don't know i say us because i work for the company lumberjanes i still gotta get zoe into that power rangers used to be disney hmm. um yeah i'm not seeing simpsons I'm not seeing Firefly on here either. Hmm. Interesting. It is. Let's check out the shop. Anyway, if if we have no brain fart, if we have uh, <laughs> Buffy potentially coming to Marvel, could we potentially get um, get Marvel to bring Buffy into the Marvel universe at the moment? Now that's an interesting thought. I know. I have them every now and then. <laughs> That's very interesting. Hmm. See, Bo- I mean, Boom has Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Boom has Planet of the Apes. War for the Planet of the Apes. That's a Disney pro. That will become a Disney property now. Oh yeah. I'm looking at their actual comics, individual issues. See what what's shown. So I guess some of these are back issues. Sons of Anarchy. That's going to be Disney hmm. owned. Yeah. I don't see Simpsons. So I wonder who has Simpsons. Oh, I almost had it. It was on the tip of my tongue and I just lost it. Is it IDW? No, I don't think it's IDW. It's not Image. No. Uh, uh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can spell. Simpsons Comics. Bongo. That's it. Yeah. I knew it was, it was something like that. So I wonder if Simpsons will possibly make the jump over to, to IDW. Since that's where Disney's been awesome stuff. Or could they go to Boom now that Fox owns a minority? Yeah, I don't see why not, I guess. I mean, there's it that's the thing right now. Everything there's a lot of um what ifs possibilities. Yeah. A lot of things are open right now. That could be very interesting. So um I could see Buffy having her own run on Marvel like uh Star Wars. Mm, true. Yes. Maybe it will help that since they would be diversifying and get and bringing some other stuff in that's not part of the Marvel six one six. Maybe it would thin out some of the over overflow. But bringing it in will definitely help in you know, like Star Wars, it will help increase numbers for at least the first year. Right. I think the same with Firefly. Yeah. So, um, but now when I first saw the title, I'm like, yeah, it's going to Marvel. Because, uh, I mean, it, it just came down to how long before we heard that happen on uh, with Star Wars when, when that announced it. I mean, literally, I, I think we even talked about it on the early episodes of We Be Geeks. 
Well, Lucas probably yeah. Disney's coming to Lucasfilm, or Lucasfilm's coming to Disney. When is wouldn't it be cool to see Star Wars come back to Marvel? If we didn't talk about it, I know on air, I know I talked about it off air, and it was definitely oh, a sure, thought. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely a thought. So, yep, I'm putting it there. It was a thought, and now this is a thought. Buffy coming to Marvel. We'll see what happens once the deal is done. Because they didn't, and, an- yeah, they I didn't mean, announce. I can see it maybe happening. They didn't say when. Right. I mean, it could be final issue comes out. Now next summer mm, maybe around the time that the deal's done mm. because the deal is supposed to be complete by next year by, by next year it, it's gonna be interesting yeah it's very interesting so but since we brought up the idea of buffy to the disney streaming service and even firefly um there's some other cool projects out there but not with the disney streaming service no in fact we are going to talk about their arrival or what will be their rival, and that is Netflix. And uh, the fact that Netflix is doing a, a series based on The Witcher, which is, uh, as fans will know, is a series of novels and uh, also a couple of video games. Yeah. Um, hey, didn't we give away some Witcher statues from Dark Horse for our 150th? Or was that our 200th? Oh, I think it was our 200th. It might have been, yeah. Um, so, of course, the show is currently in development, uh, and there's not a lot of information on it, but there's a few things. Um, so, the author of the books, on on J- 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 Sapkowski, I'm not even, I have no idea how to say his first name. Uh, he's going to be on board as a creative, and the show's writer, Lauren S. His- Hisrich, uh, is very excited about the upcoming show. Uh, however, there's no casting news yet, but we have learned where they were going, where they're going to be filming. And according to a report from Omega Underground, uh, the show is going to be filming its eight episodes in Budapest, Hungary. Uh, and since the entire setting of the franchise is, is in Europe, it's a fitting location to keep the narrative as true to the organic source as possible. Uh, other lo- European locations could be added at a later time, though it seems Hungary will be the main point of interest. And, of course, uh, Henry Cavill, uh, who you might remember as Superman. Never heard of although him. Although I'm trying, I'm trying to forget it. <laughs> <laughs> has uh, – I can't uh, – he actually wasn't bad as Superman, no, given it, what he had to work with. It's that Ryan Reynolds deal. It's what? The whole – Great acting choice, just bad plot, bad movie. Yeah, two two bad movies, <laughs> three bad movies. Um. <laughs> anyway, so, um, Henry Cavill uh has expressed his desire to be in the show, uh, but there is no word yet on whether or not he got his wish. Um, but we'll see. He might. He want. He wanted to play the main protagonist. Um, and as far as the showrunner herself, his, his rich, uh, she was on Twitter back in June, uh, giving an inside look into the new series based on the beloved Geralt of Rivia. 
She said, let's talk casting. Yes, I said the magic word. Casting is starting soon. And no, I can't tell you who our top picks are, so don't ask. But there is something very important you need to know. Uh, And then she went on to say, uh, normally when casting a show, the casting director pulls character-specific scenes from the pilot script for actors' auditions. However, because we're casting internationally, which means lots of emails and stealth tapes, and because we know by now the internet keeps no secrets, the writing staff has instead created entirely new scenes for our main characters. These are written to illustrate the precise tone, vibe, depth, and emotional resonance we need from Geralt and friends. But voila, they are spoiler-free. For us and for you. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So uh, so she also pointed out that if you start seeing Witcher scenes floating around the internet, they're probably real. But they won't give anything away <laughs> because, <laughs> because they're not from the actual show. Hey, we're going to tease you with the bun of this hamburger. Or we're not going <laughs> to tell you it's a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. But, uh, it might be a hot dog. It's a turkey burger. <laughs> It may be faking. Speaking of which, my wife makes a pretty good turkey burger, I'll say. Uh, anyway. I, well, speaking of faking, I will say, I forgot, what is it, Morningside? Makes actually a pretty decent tasting veggie bacon. Really? Yeah. It seems blasphemous. <laughs> I know, but oh man, it tastes good on some sandwiches. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I kind of missed the whole Witcher train. I know a little bit about it. Um... But I'm interested in it, so I'm definitely going to check out the show when it comes out. But I might, I might, I'm definitely, and I'm definitely going to check out the games at some point. But I might actually get into the books, too. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Well, how about this? We know there's been this whole trend of Disney live-action movies. We had Jungle Book. We got Dumbo. We got Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast. What mm-hmm. else has come out that I've missed? Oh, Maleficent, but that wasn't ba- based on Sleeping Beauty, but it's not a remake of Sleeping Beauty. Right. Um, well, there's been a, a photo of the actress who's playing in Milan in her costume. There's um, Dumbo, like I said. Oh, right, right. There's the live-action Lion King, which has got some great-looking stuff. So far, we know Will Smith is going to be Genie and Aladdin. Well, Tessa Thompson has just been added to the cast for Disney's live-action Lady and the Tramp. Now, you may be saying, who is Tessa Thompson? Do you remember that character named Valkyrie in Thor? Ah, yes. Yes. She she wasn't in Infinity War, was she? I don't remember her. Okay. Did she survive the snap? Uh, I think I read somewhere that she might have. Oh, I'm just going to say Jabba the Hutt's mom was so fat. Thanos had to snap twice. <laughs> um, so according to the Hollywood reporter, Disney has decided to cast Tessa Thompson in the lead in the upcoming remake, live action remake. So she will be playing. She'll, she's all set to lend her voice to lady of lady and the tramp. Uh, so, well, that kind of answers the question that we had. Was it last week or? two weeks ago or was it on mighty marvel geeks about was lady and the tramp gonna be live action you know is it gonna be cg dogs oh right yeah i think that was here i, I know think there's, so. there's been so much going on 
Mm. Well, now we know it's going to be either cats and dogs esque, or it's going to be, uh, or it's going to be uh, CG. I want to say we talked about it at the Field Agent episode on Mighty Marvel Geeks. Maybe we might have. So, do we see a Marvel Pets movie? <laughs> 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 well, we uh, we did talk a couple weeks ago about a, they're doing a DC Super Pets movie, so why oh, not? I think that's what it was. It was here. We talked about it. And it was like, well, see how it goes. I know it's been talked about in the last few weeks. Anyhow, um, Thompson will also be, you now she also stars in The Spy Who Dumped Me and The Girl on the Train. Um, well, she'll be start playing, let me, that Willie Wonk, let me reverse that, go backwards. Thompson is going to be playing Lady to Justin Thor. Which you might know from Spy Who Dumped Me and The Girl on the Train, who's going to be playing Tramp, a street smart stray that happens to cross paths with Lady. Hmm. And we know, we all know what happened there, if you remember the movie. It's been a while, but. <laughs> they get it on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um. Other stars cast in the live action rendition is Ashley Jensen, who will lead, lend her voice to the Scottish Terrier Jackie. Or wait, yeah, to the Scottish Terrier. That used to be a male. Okay, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. Jackie and spice things up. Yeah, Jackie and Doctor Strange actor Benedict Wong oh, will be set to play the English bulldog. Well, that could be interesting. Percy Clements has also been cast in the film to play the part of Darling, Lady's human owner in the film. I just want to know who's going to be playing Cyanam so I could just go ahead and start hating their renditions of the characters now. <laughs> if there are any Disney characters I come out and honestly say I hate, it's Cyanam. <laughs> and it stems back to when I was a kid. Really? I had I had a, uh, a terrier mix. We think she was part terrier, part, or like Boston terrier, part Cocker Spaniel. Um, and I named her Lady at the end, I think. I think that was Lady. And I named her that after, or we, she got her name partially because of Lady and the Tramp. Well, when we saw it in the theater, I was a young kid, and I saw Cyanam get Lady in trouble. This is before I even owned my first cat. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <laughs> and, you know, I just didn't like how they, they kind of set her up, got her in trouble, ended up putting a mu- her getting a muzzle and everything else. So, yeah, issues. <laughs> but. Let, uh, let's move on to uh, to who's next. Who? 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 Now you're gonna make me do. Uh, now you're gonna make me do the new day. Who? 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 <laughs> WWE three man tag team. <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about some uh, Doctor Who. In fact, and uh, earlier this month, uh, the BBC officially announced that they have finished production on season eleven of Doctor Who uh, after a long nine month shoot, and it's going to be. This is, of course, the the uh, first season with the new Doctor Jodie Thompson, and uh, it's been a while. We're all very impatiently waiting for the new season to come out. Um, But we still have no idea exactly when the new season is going to air. And as I said, we're getting very impatient. But the network has now confirmed to Radio Times that the Time Lord and her TARDIS team will be back on our screens by October. And that could mean a start date sometime in September or October. The exact premiere date hasn't been announced, but at least we have a little bit more. uh, At least it narrows it down a little bit more. We know somewhere around October we'll be getting our our Doctor Who with Jodie Whittaker. 
which I'm quite looking forward to, in fact. Um, the BBC hasn't really revealed a whole lot of the of the plot of what of this season, uh, but from set photos and leaked photo and leaked leaked info, excuse me, uh, there's a few things that we have learned. Uh, for example, we do see at one point the TARDIS travel to 1960s America to explore the Rosa Parks incident, which that will be interesting. Yep. Uh, and another visit, another visit will be the English Civil War. Uh, and Alan Cumming accidentally let slip that he was playing King James the First at one point. So uh, the new season uh, we know is going to be ten episodes, which will be entirely standalone episodes, which is interesting. And of course, they will also have the traditional Christmas special, uh, and that would uh, actually line up quite well with the September or October premiere date. Right now, I'm looking at the the still from the Comic Con trailer because obviously we haven't hit play. And I'm looking at the poster. I like the screwdriver; it looks cool. Yes, yes. Um, I don't mind. That who is a woman? Yeah, yeah. no big deal there. I kind of like it. Um, and I know there's rumblings that Edris Alba may be the one to take the place of her. No, sorry, I'm thinking Bond. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it. <laughs> sorry, wrong direction there. But our costuming choice a lot different from from the previous, from most of the previous Who's. Yeah, yeah, that's okay or, or though. You like it that she's kind of bringing <sighs> a little more more modern and not so hokey with the outfit. Yeah, I, I kind of do actually. Yeah. I mean, the hoodie is a it's it's a jacket, not a true hoodie, right? Because there's no zipper. I don't even I don't even see buttons on it. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm very, very interested to see her take on the doctor. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Should be interesting. Well, here, here's here's what I found interesting coming from DC. Um, the Justice League producer or Justice Flop producer, however you want to call it, wanted Mark Wahlberg to play Green Lantern. <laughs> oh, that could have been worse choices. Yeah. Um, well, maybe. Oh, go ahead. I'll let you. I was going to say, um, obviously, the movie was a disappointment. It's worth noting that one of the producers wanted Wahlberg as Lantern. Um, Mario Robles went to Twitter and recently revealed that producer Charles Roven wanted to have Wahlberg in the movie as presumably the Hal Jordan version of Lantern, which, uh, nope. I would have said Kyle. Kyle? I would have said Guy Gardner. Uh, possibly for Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Um, but the the image shown is Robles shares an image of Wahlberg with pictures of Superman heart or Batman heart Superman cast. Um, is also convincing. It's also worth noting that the picture Robles shared was originally shared by Wahlberg himself. Uh, and if you take a look in the background underneath the window, yeah, who would I rather have seen Wahlberg as, especially with this? pose flash mm-hmm. i don't know play this play that csi turned oh it's a lot rather have flash older than the kid i mean at this point in time flash well, yeah that, flash yeah, might as well be we, we might as well go ahead and see flash show up in titans 
Mm. He's young enough. So um, anyway, Jeff Johns is currently working on a script for Green Lantern Corps, uh, which will introduce a new version of Hal along with Jon Stewart. So we should have a cool team up, hopefully. Uh, Wahlberg probably won't be in the running for this role, but it'd be cool if he was approached again. I think there could have been better choices. Or they may, there may be better choices. Yeah, definitely. So who could some of those better choices be? Well, it's funny you should mention that because uh, moving on from Justice League, to the uh, upcoming planned Green Lantern Corps movie um, that has been announced. Uh, there's a new rumor about who could actually, who else might actually be in the running to play Hal Jordan Green Lantern. I need to get that sound bite of the new day doing the who, 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 just to play whenever <laughs> we say who. <laughs> um, so this, this came from the celebrity rumor site, Crazy days and nights so you know take it with a grain of salt um but they have stated that tom cruise that's right tom cruise was in talks to star as the lead green green lantern but with one major caveat uh the rumor stated that the character was going to be killed off in the script but that cruise would not take the role unless that was changed uh, the item originally ran in March of this year without Cruz's name or without Green Lantern mentioned, and now the site has just revealed that information. Uh, and of course, since Cruz's frequent collaborator, Christopher McQuarrie, is in talks to join the film, that kind of fuels the rumors about Cruz. But there hasn't been any progress made on the film yet at this point, and uh, not, and uh, Warner Brothers has not publicly commented on anything. Uh, so, of course, since that originally ran in March, anything could have happened between now, between then and now. Uh, so that those rumors could be completely uh, untrue now, or it could still be happening. Uh, And uh, Superman actor Henry Cavill uh, previously spoke about appearing in a DC Comics film with Cruz. Uh, He said he he said, uh, you know, he 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 starred in uh, Mission Impossible Fallout with Cruz. And he said, I would love to work with Tom again. So any opportunity I get would be enormous fun. And as you said before, the movie is rumored to feature both Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. Which would be cool. Now, I have two things to say about this. Number one, I agree with uh, Tom Cruise's caveat that they should not kill off Hal Jordan. That would be a big mistake. But... Especially after introducing him or reintroducing him. Yeah, no kidding. But I have to say, I am not crazy about the idea of Tom Cruise as Hal Jordan. I am not a Tom Cruise fan. Would Tom Cruise be your Channing Tatum? Why, yes, I believe he would. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of feel the same way about Tom Cruise playing Hal Jordan as as Kylan feels about Channing Tatum playing Gambit. So, so is that the show title? Episode two seventy. Tom Cruise equals Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll work. <laughs> 
<laughs> make sure you tell make sure you tell Kylan that when you record Mighty Marvel Geeks. Oh, I will. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get a kick out of that one. And they're both a part of Illuminati. Mm. Um Well, how about this one? Stephen Amell is at it again. He's training for his wrestling return. You don't say. So remember, he did wrestle Cody Rhodes. Or actually, now he can only go by Cody. Um, really? Who, yeah. He's right. WWE. Well, his real Cody's real name is Cody Runnels. Dusty Rhodes was Dusty Runnels. Well, the Rhodes name is owned by WWE. So he can only go uh-huh. as Cody. So he's been <laughs> wrestling as the American Nightmare Cody. But his <laughs> wife can go as Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, it makes no sense. Anyway, well, we know he wrestled Cody Rhodes or Cody uh, back when he when Cody was Stardust, the tag team partner of Gold Dust, who in real life is his stepbrother, half brother, something like that. Okay. Huh. His brother from another parent. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say I want to say it's stepbrother or half brother. Anyway, I don't know how it works out. Is it does it matter which parent it is? <laughs> Not really. Okay. Um, it's like that clarification: are they second cousin, third cousin? How far down the tree before they're legal? Mm-hmm. Ask someone from West Virginia. Sorry, <laughs> hope I didn't piss anyone off from West Virginia. <laughs> um. So apparently Stephen Amell is set to return to the wrestling ring soon, and he's taking this preparation seriously. Uh, recently on Facebook, it shows him some doing some pretty hefty weight in preparation for his upcoming All In match. Uh, all In is a pay-per-view that's pretty much all backed by Cody for the most part. Bought, he He's bought out to sell and pretty much sold out a just over a 10,000-seat arena to put together a pay-per-view. He's pretty much paying for everything. Uh, that's some money. <laughs> so um, apparently his opponent at All In is going to be Christopher Daniels. Where have you heard that name before? Maybe Sounds the, vaguely familiar. Maybe the ID at the beginning of the show because mm. he was once a guest of the show. So um, uh, at the back in May of last year, he goes, uh, Amel says he, he wanted to do something with wrestling again. He goes, I don't know what that's going to be. I think being with WWE would be really cool. I think Cody, who I worked with, is doing great stuff with Ring, and Honor, uh, Ring of Honor in New Japan. That would be cool. Um, but I need to get back in the ring one more time. So, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be interesting. <laughs> well, everybody needs a hobby, I guess. Yep. So uh, apparently there's a character over on the Flash that wants a hobby, sort of. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's so much a hobby, but, well, I guess it could be in this case. But So uh, as some of you may know, uh, they are bringing back Hartley Sawyer to play Ralph Dibney, the elongated man, this season. In fact, he's going to be a regular. He's been upgraded to a series regular. Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. And according to showrunner Todd Helbing, uh, Ralph is going to be doing a lot more detecting this year than he did last season. And I th- I think the description of Elongated Man was that he has the detective skills that rivals Batman. Ooh. I don't know if that's an actual fact in the DC universe or just something Ralph Dibney has claimed. But yes, <laughs> 
Um, and of course, there's going to be plenty of time to showcase Dibney's development, seeing that he is now a series regular. And the writers are going to be delving into his unique powers as well as his personal life. And again, Helbing said, uh, we have a lot of investigative stories to tell. We obviously want to get to Sue Dibney at some point. Ah. Who, um, if you're not familiar with the, the elongated man, Sue Dibney is actually his wife. And she's had an interesting story in DC. Oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, she was a big part of the Identity Crisis crossover and uh, other things. Um, so look her up if you want to know more, kids. Uh, and season five of The Flash. Oh, season five already. Debuts on Tuesday, October 9th, 2018. Wow. Well, also coming back, uh, Gotham Season 5, and they could be introducing a major Batman villain. Oh-ho. Oh-ho. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, sorry. Hold on. Uh, <laughs> yum. That's not, a ch- that's not a little chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to Fox take on many of the rogues gallery over on that show Gotham, they say popular show. Uh, over on heroic Hollywood, uh, I don't know about that. Just just because you don't watch it doesn't mean it's not popular. <laughs> um, it's clear they wanted to add in the best of the best. A version of the Joker or Jerome, the Riddler, the Penguin, and more have made small screen debuts uh, for the first time since the Adam West days. But um, but when the fans or geekdom criticizes Gotham, it's more for the last of Batman than it is its portrayal of popular villains. Sure, and sure. So here's the uh, most recent scoop. There could be a big hitter coming to the roster for the final season. Bane's dad. <laughs> uh, according to the description that comes from that hashtag show, first up we have Eduardo Dorrance, who is a male of any ethnicity in his mid-30s, early 40s, who will be a recurring guest star. Described as being well-fit, Eduardo has been a warrior for quite some time now, and he has the commitment of a tire- of a tireless soldier to-, to follow every kind of order he has given. He's intolerant to betrayal, hence his full loyalty to his fellow soldiers. Whoever plays Eduardo would be appearing in episode 5, 6, 8, and 9. Hmm. So, um, for the fans of the comics, you recognize the name as the father of the uh, venom-juicing luchador himself, Bane. So, since we get Bane's dad, do we want to see Bane himself? Yeah, I would like to see that. Watch him be like that little Hercules kid that was the YouTube sensation. <laughs> Which is how strong he was. Hmm. <laughs> So, well, believe it or not, we actually got gaming news again. Yes, interestingly enough. And uh, this is about uh, a little franchise known as Dune. And, uh, uh, of course, as we have talked about on Keepers of the Fringe, my other podcast, uh, Dennis Villeneuve is doing an adaptation of Dune. 
the legendary uh, entertainment and Herbert Properties, struck a licensing agreement with award-winning game publisher Gale Force 9 for a series of tabletop games inspired by the iconic works of Frank Herbert and the heirs to his expansive creative empire. So Villeneuve is doing two films, and the first film is going to cover roughly about half of the original novel. And uh, Gale Force 9 announced plans on Tuesday to create games drawing from the full scope of the Dune franchise, according to a press release. Uh, these will include multiple direct tie-ins to the film, and uh, it does. The press release press release didn't offer details about any of the games, but this is not the first time that games have been created for Dune. Uh, Avalon Hill first created a Dune board game in 1979, and Parker Brothers did one in 1984, commemorating the release of David Lynch's film. Uh, which was sadly not the greatest. Just a little. <laughs> uh, there have also been several video games and a role-playing game uh, that was that were created in the 90s and early 2000s. Um, of course, I'm interested to see what they do with this new movie. Hopefully, they'll give it more of a, a shot. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with games, too. Um, you know, could there be things like uh, honing control of the sandworms? Oh, or, cool. uh, yeah, uh, battling adversaries using a Holtzman shield or even taking the Gom Jabra test. Um, throwing some, you know, uh, throwing some spice mining as well. Yeah, there you go. And uh, maybe I'll have a little miniature uh, Patrick Stewart figure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the entire line, which will include board and miniature games, is scheduled for consumer release just before Dune hits theaters in 2020. Well, that's cool. So looks like they're going to be giving it a, a pretty good push trying to get this this version of Dune to take off. Yeah. I'm interested in it. I'm very interested to see what they do with it. Yeah. So um, I think that brings us to an end. I don't want to say thank goodness because <laughs> we do enjoy doing the show. <laughs> it's with, just been a rough night. <laughs> it's just with the issues we've had. <laughs> I'm just glad things didn't crash. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it could still happen. <laughs> um, so. Are you telling me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> uh, I guess any final thoughts? Oh, yes. Actually, there. well, there is one. Um, speaking of wrestling, did you see that Jim the Anvil Neidhart recently passed yeah. away? Monday night, Monday morning, actually, yeah. uh, supposedly cause of death was um, a head trauma. He, he fell and hit his mm. head and just never recovered. That's sad. Yeah. He used to be one of my favorites. Oh, I, I loved the Heart Foundation. I loved Neidhart. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, of course, he was the real life brother-in-law of Bret Hart and Davey, right. Davey Smith, the British Bulldog. Oh, yeah. And of course, Owen Hart as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, his daughter, one of his daughters wrestles now, Natalia. Oh, really? Yep. And she and her now husband, uh, Tyson Kidd, are 
some of the and I I believe Davy Davy Smith Jr., who's not in WWE, I think he's over in Japan, uh was the last three to come through the, the heart dungeon. Oh wow. Up in Calgary. Mm. So and the three of them used to be a faction in the WWE when they were first introduced. Mm. And I would love to see them bring them back with T with uh Tyson Kidd as as a manager and bring those two back. But they've got Natalia doing this whole she comes out wearing cat ears because oh, the show okay. told on the show told Diva she is a cat nut. She's a crazy <laughs> cat lady. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, apparently one of her cats has an Instagram. It's like, oh, too much, too much. Any other final thoughts? That's all I have. Well, as we kind of leaked earlier, or kind of spoke out of turn, or I spoke out of turn earlier, um, Edris Alba's being talked about for uh, for James oh, Bond. Right. And supposedly there's a, uh, a new actor being tossed around for a younger Spock. Oh, on Discovery, yeah. Yeah, so that, that kind of makes things interesting as well. Uh, other than that, anything else? Nope. I think that's all I got. Uh, that's all I got. So, only thing left to be said. Want to know more? So, um, the bad crowd you've been hanging out with is a... Science Fiction Club? This has been a Weeby Geeks production. Tell them about the Twinkie. What about the Twinkie?